Hello, and welcome to The Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. Sometimes I have to tell myself, you have a job to do, stop freaking out, but then I get lost in my head thinking, you're about to talk to an Oscar winner. This person has an Oscar at home. Holy hell, a real Oscar! Well, today's episode is one of those days where I'm kind of freaking out. Today I'll be joined by Oscar-winning actor Gary Oldman. We met to chat about his incredible Apple TV Plus series, Slow Horses, now in its third season with the fourth season already filmed and ready to be aired soon. It's based on McHaren's book series, and Oldman plays Jackson Lamb, the disheveled and likely intoxicated head of a UK division of security agents who have screwed up but haven't been fired yet. Even though the series is very much a drama, it has a slight comedic edge to it thanks to the incredible writing of Will Smith. Not that Will Smith, the British Will Smith. He was a comedian. Honestly, you got to give this series a watch. Now, if I'm talking to Gary Oldman, you better believe that I'm going to bring up Harry Potter. And Oldman has a really funny story to share about that. It's actually really cute. But on that, I had to talk to him about how the Harry Potter franchise was like a very big shift for the actor. Because before Harry Potter, he had mainly done just adult roles. I kind of geeked out a little bit also when I had to bring up Air Force One. I mean, the amount of times the line, get off my plane, goes through my head is is kind of embarrassing. Uh, so yeah, I kind of freaked out a little bit on Gary Oldman. I think I kept my cool, but I'll let you be the judge of that. Go on and grab a snack because I'll be right back with Gary Oldman. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Slow Horses, what I love about it is that it's the season is so strong and there's so much like about it that it just continues to get better. What about the show continues to excite you? Well, as you know, the show is based on books by Mick Heron. And so this world and these people that we inhabit is, I mean, totally out of his imagination. And the first season was the first book, as good as it was. So I think as the books progress, he gets more familiar with these people and can have more fun with them. Mm -hmm. And they get better. The real, the joy for me is not only is Lamb, it's just, you know, a delicious uh, character to play. We get all the same people back, the crew come back, makeup, hair, costume for each season. We've got season four in the can, same group of people, 
the actors are wonderful and the most l- lovely bunch you could ever hope to be around. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very, very fond of them, very attached to them. So it is like sort of, it's not like, oh, God, oh, another <laughs> seat, you know, we've got to go back and do the thing. Yeah. It really is, oh, God, yeah, we get to go back and I can't wait to see everyone. Yeah. Um, so that we're very, we're lucky in that respect that we're unique. We have one director mm-hmm. who real essentially is making a six hour movie. Yeah. But we're not switching up the director every two episodes or whatever. So we have one overview. We have one vision um, so we have that captain, you know, at the helm and a terrific team of riders, mainly headed by Will Smith, who's our main rider. And so it's sort of like um, a, a family. Yeah. It, we all get together again. And I think that's, you know, above and beyond the fact that the world is interesting and the material is really good. Um, I feel very privileged and very lucky to be working with this group of people yeah and your character i mean jackson lamb is just one of those characters that is kind of a mess in a wonderful way and is like just sort of really unique and different and i wouldn't necessarily say it's not something i wouldn't expect from you because you've done every character under the sun but it it, it is a really interesting character what about and he probably shouldn't be doing this line of work which is what i love that he's doing this line of work what about him did you respond to well, I think it's interesting with someone like him. He's in, but he's out. It's that thing of being really very good at something in a world that you absolutely despise. Yeah. That's what's interesting in playing him. He gives the impression that he really doesn't care, but somewhere inside him, he probably cares more than most. Mm-hmm. He is. He he would get the award for the worst boss. Yeah. Yet is deeply loyal to the team, and in season three, obviously mm-hmm. it's one of our own. Yeah. So the so the story in that sense is more personal for them. He gives River a hard time, and that's partly because there's all the baggage from the grandfather but sees potential in River, maybe sees a little bit of himself, who he once was. As the books go on, um, and if uh, Apple are happy to keep us on the air, um, you know, little pieces of lamb start to emerge Mm -hmm. and come out. Um, And he really was a wonderful he really was a very, very good agent and has gone through sort of hell and back. Yeah. So he's very dysfunctional, deeply psychologically scarred from the whole thing mm-hmm. and very damaged and yet still manages to get himself off the couch yeah. uh, and off the bender and come in and mm-hmm. and care. 
Yeah. You know, even though even though he would like to give you the impression that he really doesn't. So it's um yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I love about character. your performance as this character is, you know, I've been I followed your career and I I you haven't really done that much television outside of two of my favorite appearances you've made, which is Tracy takes on, which is a, a, a deep cut. I oh, know, yeah, but yeah, I loved yeah. it. And, and yeah. friends, of course, which everyone knows, yeah. but you hadn't really done much television before. So I love to be able to see you on a regular basis, really grow a character. We we haven't really ever seen that in your career, which is kind of exciting. What was it about the storytelling possibilities of an episodic show that, really sort of thrilled you it was sort of a new adventure for you in a way i like long form tv i'm just a huge i mean going way back you know watching a soap opera like upstairs downstairs yeah you know when i was young um you remember bride's head yes yes i mean so i claudius Mm -hmm. you know so i've been watching it from a kid, really. And then this whole new era of TV. There was always that sort of um, the the snobbery of I'm a film actor. Yeah. You're, oh, you're in TV. Yeah. It was sort of like you're beneath me. Mm-hmm. You know, there was that sort of thing that used to go on. And, of course, that really doesn't happen anymore. And you will see some of the best writing and acting and cinematography and set design yeah. in your home, you know, on your TV. Um, and uh, so I love the, I've always been a fan of long form and really with the movie, you get one shot yeah, and you've got to tell it in two hours or whatever. And you often find that character is sacrificed for story you know, Cassavetes would believe that, you know, that behavior is plot. Yeah. You know, character, narrative is character. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that gets sacrificed because you have a two-hour window or whatever it is to tell a story. So, the f- so and I have kind of revisited characters, I guess, with Potter and Batman. Yeah. But to come back and... And have yet another go, sort of another go round at it. You know, he doesn't, I mean, Lamb, for me, what's interesting is responding to the various scenarios that come up. Yeah. Lamb essentially is set, the the die is set. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be going to the writers going, can you give me some more character development or (laughs) what if, what if Lamb falls in love? Mm-hmm. Can I have a romantic relationship? Or, and you know, it's not going to happen. Yeah. He's he's off in a lovely way. He's flatlined. That's what's exciting about him, I think. But I kind of, but I like, and I think that's as an audience, if you like the show, when a new season comes out, it's you want to return mm-hmm. and reconnect to that grumpy unhygienic flatulent yes yep. boozy slob that you like insulting everyone yep i mean that's the f- yeah that's that that's the fun of him i think you know oh totally and it's will smith i mean 
what I love about Will Smith being a part of this is I'm, I mean, I started in comedy comedies where my love is and, and will of course also started in comedy and you kind of see that in his writing, which I find I'm obsessed with him as a writer because I love, it's very much a drama. I mean, it's very much like a, there's, there's a mystery drama, like there's, there's drama, but there's still elements of lamb that is actually kind of almost like Archie bunker ish in a way. There's a level of sort of like, uh, being ornery that comes out in the character that I love because it's funny at times too. Like was that was what was Will Smith's writing particularly that you enjoyed so much? Well, I think now, like I said, the template is all there with mixed books, you know, and they're very funny. Yeah. And he, he has come up, Mick has in, come up with these characters but I think that I have a really good uh, – Will is – do you know him personally? I don't know him personally, but I'm, no. I've, I've read he's all of his lovely, work. <laughs> he's a lovely man. Yeah. He is the most adorable guy. He really is yeah. a terrific fella. And we have a good, very good relationship. And the more familiar he is with us mm-hmm. – and our voice, he'll think of a line and he go, oh, I could absolutely, oh, I could just see Gary saying this. Yeah. Or this is a perfect line for Jack. Mm-hmm. So I think that the, and he's also with Will, and I can't speak to other people because this is my first real time in a show, so I, I have no previous experience, but Will is pretty much there every day. And he's on set, and they really, this team can work on the fly. So you could go in, you could be in a situation, you could be in a rehearsal, a line might not be sitting right, and then you can go to Will and say, mm, there's something here, can we cut that, can we change that? And then he goes away and he, yeah. and he comes up with something very quickly. So that's also, a, it's that's very beneficial to have the rider mm-hmm. at the monitor. Yeah. They're pretty, and that, pretty much most days. Yeah. That, that also speaks to his background in comedy. Cause that's what comedy writers do. You, you're always thinking on the fly and you're always thinking of different possibilities of how to say something. And it's, it's yeah, a, I, it, I, I never, he, he was in stand up, wasn't he? Yeah. At one point. Yeah. 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 And he wrote yeah. V in the in, in V yep. was involved with. Yeah. Yeah. Really great, really talented. Well, the other thing that I love about the show is I'm I'm a big fan of British mystery dramas. Like I always have been. I mean, Broadchurch, like Vera. I mean, there's so many shows that yeah. like I do genuinely yeah. love. And I feel like the UK in general, UK creatives have figured out a formula for mystery drama that we in the US don't understand because I think we're afraid of complicated characters, like troubled characters at the helm of shows. Because uh, I find a lot of like our law and order and everything, we want heroes. We want epic heroes here. Whereas in the UK, it's like, no, we want a drunk that probably has a complicated past. <laughs> and, and it's it's nice. So is there is there something about sort of the British sensibility that makes this show uniquely different? You know, I always, when I first, I've lived in America now for a very long time. And when I first came here, there was always, there's that, like, if you said to an American, oh, I'm really going to get around to writing that book, mm-hmm. 
I've got this idea for a novel. Invariably, an American might say, oh, that's great. Good for you. Really? Oh, I love that. What's it about? Mm -hmm. If you said that to a British person, they would say, I'm I'm really going to get around to writing that book. And they go, really? Must you? (laughs) Yeah. It's a different, you know, a, a critic pointed out, they thought it was very funny that Duffy, the head of the dogs, is dipping a chunky Kit Kat into a cup of tea. Yeah. That is, that's so British. <laughs> yeah. And now that would that would connect with a UK audience yeah. more so than a, than um us audience yeah yeah and it's just that thing of uh an american kid would look at a rolls royce and go wow man one day i want to get me one of those (laughs) in england we'd key it yeah and go flash bastard (laughs) i think i'm more british i have to admit even in my comedy i think i'm more british i don't know but it's just that it's just that sort of uh uh, I don't know. It's it's in the first season. I thump, you know, I bang on the floor and I thump on the floor to get River to get their attention. And there's a moment where I think I'm drying my hands, and Cartwright comes in, and I expect it to be, um, I ex- I expect it to be someone else, yeah. Sid. And he comes in, and I look at him, and I go, oh. <laughs> And that is, that's the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Christ. It's great. It's the, it's the sort of the rolling of the eyes and the, and the, it's all just a little bit, it's just a little bit grimy, isn't it? Yeah. And I love it. But I mean, one of the things that I love about you is that, and this is just my background with you. So this is a very British show and you're very much like a British iconic actor. However, in my upbringing i and i only have two more questions for you but i have to ask you about this one because i grew up with my father obsessed with your performance in jfk and then i became my whole family became obsessed with air force one and then with oppenheimer you played truman so like you have a history of playing either not liking presidents or playing complicated presidents like you're you actually have an american sensibility to you for us americans so like first off i want to know with Air Force One, do people still stop you about that? Because I watch it way too much. No, but it it does play a lot. It, a lot. It's all it's always on, isn't it? Like a cable thing or whatever. It mm-hmm. play it play. Yeah, it plays um, a lot. Um, what have I? I well, I've assassinated a president. Yep. Or supposedly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends on who you talk to. Um. And then played one, British Prime Minister. Yeah, won an Oscar for that one. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. You've done the leadership uh, thing. And for the, when you played Truman, I have to say, I'm from Missouri and Truman is a everywhere in Missouri. I mean, it's like, I grew up knowing everything about Harry Truman. So when I saw, when I yeah. saw you in Oppenheimer, I was like, yeah, Gary, Gary Oldman needs to be the one to play Truman. He's the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fun, really, to come in and um, I know a little bit, you know, I know a little bit about him, but, um, you know, 
like I was saying earlier with the with a movie or with the you know that it's just a day's work it's one yeah it's one scene you have to kind of let you got to let the audience know who you are yeah you know what I mean you get one quick stroke mm-hmm. the brush yeah you know so that's kind that was kind of interesting and quite uh challenging because you have nothing before or after mm-hmm. it's just here's this one particular moment in time between these two people. But I do believe, I think it is true that he actually did say, I never, ever want to see that cry baby again. Yeah. It's been reported, which I mean, it sounds like a Missouri thing to say. I feel like Missourians are very British too. They're very direct. (laughs) So maybe. Yeah. He was, he, he, he strikes me as someone who was, very forthright, wasn't he? Yes. Truman. I mean, that's that's the. I mean, I didn't know him, but I, I I've heard that definitely. Well, and then that's probably that's probably his appeal. Yeah, I think so, and also but, probably but the time. Yeah, probably why people were critical of him too. Well, my last question for you, and this is very important because I, I it's one of the things that when I saw you in the Harry Potter franchise as serious, and I had been following you, like I said as a little kid when my dad was obsessed with JFK. So I knew you in a very different context than, than Harry Potter. And I, when I saw you in Harry Potter, I thought, Oh wow, these kids are going to see this amazing actor in Harry Potter. And they're going to be stopping this actor on the street. And then they're going to go to, they're going to want to go watch his other films. And they're going to be very confused about the actor playing. Disappointed. (laughs) Have you, I mean, I'm sure people, I'm, I know kids stop you, but when you did Harry Potter, because you hadn't really done any kids fair at that point, was it like a different type of reaction than you had never really received before from like kids in particular? Well, my fan base, my fan base went from 36 to six, <laughs> you know, overnight. But um, I'll give you an anecdote. I was a, a, a camping ground. I was camping mm-hmm. with my kids. And I ran into my dentist. And he said, oh, I'm here my with my son. He said he's over there. And it was like this little campfire. Mm-hmm. and a bench with all these kids sitting on it. And he said, oh, my son's over there. He said, he's absolutely obsessed with Harry Potter and Sirius Black. And if you go over, you know, you have to say hello to him. And I said, who is he? And he said, oh, his name's Tom, and he's the one right at the end. So I went, okay, on my way, wherever I was going, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll say hello. And I went over and I like tapped this kid on his shoulder and he looked up like that. And I went, Hey Tom, I said, I'm serious black. And a kid at the end of the bench said to me, no, you're not. You're James Gordon. (laughs) Really puts you in check, doesn't it? (laughs) Your commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Sometimes when they, they don't readily recognize you and then they realize that it's you. Sometimes it's the, the look on their faces is absolutely, it's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a cinematic phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's one off. I mean, there's never ever going to be mm-hmm. anything like it again. And so I feel very like, yeah, I feel 
very lucky, very privileged to be sort of a part of it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Gary- They just killed me off too quick. That was it. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I think everyone thought that. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I really do appreciate it. It's been yeah. an honor. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. What do you think? Did I keep my cool? I think I did. Maybe I did. Probably not. Who cares? Okay. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And leave a little rating and review wherever you're listening to this episode. And for the latest news and podcasts, head to newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the social platforms. And while you're there, subscribe to my newsletter for the culture. It's great. It's fun. You'll love it. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day. We'll be right back. 